All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the daily morning update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 22nd of September. Some good news on the COVID-19 front. India reported its lowest number of fresh COVID-19 infections in six days yesterday, while daily recovery rates topped 90,000 for the third straight day. 87,000 fresh cases were added in the 24 hours to 8 a.m. yesterday, which took the total tally to close to 55 lakh. In news in the farm space, India increased the minimum support price for six rabi crops following protests by farmers and lawmakers over apprehensions that the new farm bills passed by the government will affect MSPs. The Cabinet Committee on Economic Affairs has increased the MSP for wheat by 50 rupees per quintal to 1,975 rupees. That's according to Agriculture Minister Narendra Singh Tomar, who spoke in Parliament yesterday. For a look at the other changes, do look at the story on the website bloombergquint.com. The move, of course, comes amid protests in Parliament over the passage of three farm bills that farm groups fear will pave the way for the government to pull back its minimum support price guarantees, which is expected to hurt the sector. Earlier in the day, eight Rajya Sabha members were suspended from the Parliament for protesting these bills. In the banking space, there's finally some idea of how banks will roll out the special dispensation for restructuring of loans by borrowers that was allowed by the RBI. State Bank of India released FAQs yesterday that put things in perspective. For one, the bank will either seek a personal guarantee from promoters or pledge of listed shares as part of its process of restructuring non-personal loans. Remember, just a short while back, a list of benchmarks was provided by an RBI-appointed committee on restructuring of loans in individual industries. SBI has also detailed the process and rules it intends to follow as it starts to restructure personal loans. There will be an initial process of scrutiny of a borrower's account to see if they would qualify for the restructuring based on whether they've lost their job or in fact had their salaries reduced, among other things. Should customers pass that scrutiny, they may be eligible for an extension of the tenure of their loan. With of course, a commensurate change in their EMIs. Customers will also be required to pay an additional interest of 0.35% per annum over and above current pricing for the remaining tenure of the loan. In international news, oil was in focus last night with the commodities slipping in tandem with global equities. At one point, West Texas intermediary crude fell 5% to below $39 to the barrel. It has since regained some ground and was trading at close to $40 to a barrel. The trigger is an expectation of more supply coming into the market at a time when demand is badly suppressed. Libya is reportedly moving closer to reopening its battered oil industry after it told companies to resume production at some fields that are free of foreign mercenaries and fighters. This will add to already rising supply from OPEC plus nations. In other news, all of a sudden, Oracle's TikTok takeover is looking less certain. 
US President Donald Trump said he wouldn't approve the deal if the video sharing app's parent, that is ByteDance, retains control of the new entity, TikTok Global. Shortly after he made those comments, the Chinese government signaled its own reluctance through state-owned media. In the US, Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell, according to the text of the testimony that he's scheduled to deliver before the House Financial Services Committee today, has said that the US economy is improving but has a long way to go before fully recovering from the COVID-19 pandemic. Powell repeated earlier remarks that more is required from both fiscal and monetary policy to prevent the pandemic from causing long-term damage to the economy. In international markets, like I mentioned before, there's been a sharp sell-off in global equities, but US indices managed to recoup some losses before the end of the session. The Dow, for example, which was lower by 900 points at one stage, ended lower by 1.8%. The S&P 500 fell over 1% and the Nasdaq declined about a tenth of a percent. In the Asia-Pacific region, two of the three early rises were trading and they were both in the red, last I checked. With that, it's over to Hormuz Fatakia for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Hormuz. How are we looking today? Good morning to you, Alex, and to our listeners as well. I would want to start off with a stat. All the constituents of Nifty Auto, Nifty FMCG, Nifty Media, Nifty Metal, Nifty Pharma, and Nifty PSU Bank ended with losses during Monday's session. The cuts in the broader markets were far steeper as compared to those witnessed by the benchmark indices. But despite the SAR market sentiment, there is no stopping the flurry of IPOs hitting the market. Let's first talk about the two that opened for subscription on Monday. First, the issue of Chemcon Speciality Chemicals was subscribed 5.2 times on the first day of bidding. The retail portion was subscribed close to 10 times. However, institutional subscription was zero. The second issue, that of Computer Age Management Services or CAMS, was subscribed 0.8 times as bidding closed on the first day. The retail portion was subscribed 1.4 times, while the institutional and non-institutional portion was subscribed 0.25 and 0.3 times respectively. And investors will now have not one, not two, but three IPOs to choose from. Angel Broking's 600 crore IPO will also be opening for subscription today. The firm has raised close to 180 crore rupees from 26 anchor investors ahead of its IPO. The price band for the issue has been fixed at 305 to 306 rupees apiece. And let's get on to specific stocks for today, starting with GMM Fordler. The company's promoters will be selling up to 28% stake through an offer for sale. The floor price of 3,500 rupees is a 33% discount to Monday's closing price. The OFS opens for non-retail investors today and for retail investors tomorrow. More details on this are available on our website, bloombergquint.com. The board of HSIL has approved a buyback of equity shares at its board meeting on Monday. The buyback price of 105 rupees a share is a 47% premium to Monday's closing price. The company will buy back 9.2% of the total equity, aggregating to 70 crore rupees. Jindal Steel and Power has clarified to media reports over certain transactions it undertook between 2014 and 2016, saying that the transactions were part of routine business activity and were compliant with all regulatory guidelines of the time. The stock ended 13% lower on Monday, down for the fifth straight day. 
Aarti Drugs has set the 1st of October as its record date for the bonus issue. The company in August had approved a bonus of 3 shares for every 1 share held. Now let's take a look at some of the laggards from Monday's session. India Bulls Housing Finance is now trading at a 3-month low after ending 13% lower on Monday. The stock has declined 17% in the last 3 trading sessions. Watch out for Aurobindo Pharma, which ended nearly 5% lower on Monday. Investec has maintained its buy rating on the stock and has raised its price target to 1,000 rupees from the earlier 755, stating that the company is best positioned for a re-rating going forward. And lastly, watch for Root Mobile, the new listing on the bourses, which ended with gains of 86% on its trading debut on Monday. Goldman Sachs has acquired close to 25 lakh shares in the company, while the Kuwait Investment Authority too acquired close to 6 lakh shares. Early ticks on the SGX Nifty indicate that the index trades 30 points higher, around the mark of 11,300. You can get more details on all of these stocks and a lot more in our all-you-need-to-know copy on BloombergQuinn.com. With that, I wish you a safe day ahead and it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Hormuz. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IBM Podcast app? On the IBM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IBM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.